Welcome to the Roncast, where entrepreneurs find killer tips, techniques, and tools to start and growth hack any business. Brought to you by one of Canada's favorite business personalities, Ron Davies. Ron Davies. Enjoy the show. Hi guys and welcome back. I'm your host Ron Davies and today we're going to talk about kind of a fun thing. Um, I don't know how many of my American listeners are familiar with a company in Canada called Tim Hortons. It's uh, the largest national coffee and donut chain in Canada and it was started by a hockey player named Tim Hortons who is um, deceased at this point but his company is the one of the most proliferous in Canada. In any given town, uh, there are more Tim Horton coffee shops generally than there are restaurants by sometimes two to one. And the company was bought by a Brazilian company, so it's not a Canadian company anymore. And they went to a lower grade coffee and they, they made all kinds of very bad business moves, which I don't know how much you follow Brazilian business, but a lot of the time when they get involved in other cultures other than the business culture in Brazil... Uh, they make huge mistakes, and that's been what's happening with Tim Hortons. So one of the things that they measure, just like at any other drive through or donut coffee shop that has the drive through window, we're all pretty familiar with those. Um, they measure as one of their key performance indicators how long it, the time is between when a customer places an order at the little kiosk in the drive through and when they actually leave the restaurant. So they place the order, the order is pro is processed, um, they pay for the order, and then they drive off and head on their merry way. Well, in true bad Brazilian business tactics, the way they measure that is between when the car drives onto a pad at the ordering kiosk, that starts the timer, and the timer stops when the vehicle drives off the pad at uh, at the window where they paid. So you might think initially that, well, hey, that makes sense. That's going to give some kind of measure of customer satisfaction because it will be tied to how quickly their order is processed and gets to them and they can head on their way. Uh, but anybody in marketing or in business modeling is going to take a second look at it and say, well, wait a minute, uh, you're measuring the wrong time. And here's why. A drive-through can't be exited much of the time because of traffic. And what happens now is people go through, they place their order, the timer starts, it, they have the order produced within um, the shop, and then they're getting the order through you through the window and processing your payment with as few words as possible so they don't have time for a greeting. And then when you don't immediately pull off of the weight pad that stops the timer that they're looking at in the side of their serving window, uh, they get quite annoyed and they'll say, oh, are, did we forget something or what's wrong, sir? Did you know there's traffic behind you? Can you please move along? And what they end up doing is they hold this holy grail of the window timer as their main KPI for customer satisfaction when, in fact, 
in talking to some of the customers that have gone through, it depends on the situation. So if I drive through by myself, uh, you know, I go through, I order a coffee, I come out the other end and away I drive. So I'm probably making their little ticker look pretty good. But when someone goes through with say three or four other workers or a family, you know, you get your food through the window, you distribute it through your car. And meanwhile, the service representative in the window is asking you to get moving. They're not asking you to get moving to help anything other than to stop that damn timer. That's why they're doing it. So what's happening is you're getting customers more and more, pardon my French, pissed off because no longer is there any latitude for a friendly moment of chat or a greeting or a thank you and have a wonderful day and off you go on your merry way at your speed as the customer. No, you're being jammed through as quickly as possible. Um, orders are being done incorrectly and not corrected. Um, people are getting very annoyed with this. And uh, this is the way not to measure, not to measure a, uh, a key performance indicator. They're measuring the wrong thing. If they were going to use this kind of system, uh, I don't know what you would suggest, but I would suggest that the timing is between when they place the order and when the cash transaction happens. Because anything after that is really the window handling the individual needs and timings of that customer rather than, hey, let's jam more people through and just make this counter be the lowest number possible. So when you're in your business, how do you measure the performance of yourself or your staff? How do you measure that? Um, do you measure it by a very good key performance indicator, which is how many of your customers are smiling when they leave? Uh, how many of your customers return for another purchase, whether it's online or at your brick and mortar shop? And how many of your customers are referring other people to you? So this circles back a long way back to TRC. I think it's either four or five. I could have the number wrong where we talked about how do you know if your marketing is working? Um, how, you should be asking people, how did you find us? And they will tell you, oh, my friend Ralph referred me. Or, oh, I've shopped here before and I, I really enjoyed it, so I'm back. It's good prices, it's good service. If you ask people their opinion of what you do, they will tell you. And if you don't ask, they might not tell you, but they might tell their friends on Facebook, <laughs> right? Or on Twitter. So you definitely want to have uh, as positive an experience with them as possible. But if you have a bad customer, get rid of them and tell them not to come back. Uh, that's in another, uh, the Roncast episode, which is earlier on. It might be around number eight or nine. I think it's called uh, Fire the Customer. Uh, nonetheless, if you're measuring these kinds of things, and it doesn't have to be complicated, it can be very simple, a little checkbox. You know, how did someone find me? You've probably seen it on forms when you place orders online. A lot of uh, e-commerce uh, shops will have a little part in your order form that says, please share with us how you arrived at our website. Was it through a search engine like Google? You know, was it a flyer or was it word of mouth? And what they're doing is they're um, using that to determine which part of their marketing is working. So for example, let's say you have a, a furnace repair company and uh, you send out a, a big radio ad you know, which is quite expensive and generally they perform okay, not great for the money in terms of the return on investment. Um, but let's say that you do, you buy, you buy local radio and 
when people are coming to your shop, uh, you know, expect at least a month of radio before it starts to work. So if you run radio, run it for three months at least. And uh, people are coming to your shop and you're saying, hey, uh, ma'am, you know, how did you how did you come to be in our shop today? And she's never been in there. But she says, well, you know, I, I heard your ad on the radio. So I thought I would drop by and get my free coffee or free furnace filter or what have you. You know, that's a really good sign. But if you find after three months that you've asked your customers, how did they come to you, especially obviously the new customers, and none of them have said it's the result of the radio ad, it's time to either redo the radio ad or just cancel it because not every type of marketing works for every type of product or service. Um, but it's important to measure this, right? Circling back, obviously I'm digressing a little bit here, but circling back, it's really important to measure how your business is doing, not just in terms of the dollars in the bank, but in terms of levels of customer satisfaction. In this day and age of social media and you know constant connectivity between people and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and WhatsApp and all of this kind of stuff, depending on which generation you talk to. I use Facebook, I guess that's because I'm old. <laughs> but uh, depending on how well you serve people, it is going to show up there. You know, we've all seen those ads on trucks and on shops, furniture places, satisfaction guaranteed. Satisfaction is not good enough. Nobody ever went on Facebook and said, I was satisfied with my new couch, right? People have gone onto Facebook or Twitter or shared with other people in social media in general and said, hey, I had really awesome experience at this restaurant. It was fantastic. Or the opposite, <laughs> you know, good news travels fast. Bad news travels a whole lot faster. So it's important to know before any of that happens. What I would tell people uh, in my coaching clients when they're talking to their customers is, hey, if you're really happy with the service or you're really happy with my product, please tell everybody. That helps me keep prices down because marketing costs go down. But if you're unhappy with it for whatever reason, I want to know about it, please only tell me. Please tell me about it and I will get this fixed up. And then you can be a hero. So even if the product falls on its face or your restaurant has a bad day, you can be a hero to this person and they will share that. You are creating a new rabid advocate of who you are. And as we know in marketing and sales, sure you're selling a product or a service, but you're selling yourself first. So be careful on how you measure things. Tim Hortons has that huge flop on how they measure drive-through window performance. Um, I've sent an email, they haven't responded. But it is what it is. You know, all you can do is plant the seed and hope hope it grows into something that's helpful one day. Uh, that's it for today. I'm your host, Ron Davies. We're just getting through 10 minutes of me flapping my gums. Have an absolutely wonderful day. And please subscribe and like and share. And if you have any thoughts or ideas, I would love to hear your input and your feedback. If you want to reach me on email, you can email me at ron at theroncast.com and I will get back to you on the same day. And if you have anything that you would like me to cover with respect to business growth hacking, um, entrepreneurship, the startup space, uh, please feel free to drop me a line and we'll see what we can do. That's it for now. I'm Ron Davies. Have a great day. That's it for this episode of the Roncast. Be sure to subscribe and tune in again for killer tips, techniques, and tools to growth hack any business. We hope you've enjoyed the show.